the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. Hello, we're so glad that you joined us today. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. We believe that this teaching from God's Word will empower you to live a full, impactful life in Christ. As always, you can access this teaching and more for free on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. Let's get into the Word as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast. So we, we kind of, you know, we, we kind of run to God when, when we kind of need something. But Christ is either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. And, and, and listen, I want Christ not only to be my Savior, I want him to be Lord. I want him to govern the way I relate to that woman in the first row. I want him to govern the way I relate to my children. I want him to govern the way I drive my car. I want him to govern the, the, the way I live my life, the speech that comes out of my mouth, whether it's sweet or sarcastic. I want him to govern my life. My prayer is, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there's no problem. The problem's on earth. I'm on earth, and I want to bring God's solution to my situation so, Lord, govern my affairs, govern my behavior, govern my life, cause me to forgive, cause me to let go, cause me to love, cause me to be patient, cause me to be kind, cause me to be good, cause me to be loyal, cause me to be faithful, cause me to be meek, cause me to have self-control, God. Govern my life. And they said, Jesus... Master, have mercy on us. Now, this is important. No other attribute of God would help if Jesus didn't put mercy first. His justice would have doomed us. His holiness would reject us. His power would crush us. His truth would condemn us. And his wrath would obliterate us but mercy said no so when he saw them he saw their condition but he didn't see them till they called and there's some things in your life you're not gonna get out of until you call on that name and when he saw them he saw their condition after he heard their appeal. Martin Luther said, he said, praying is not overcoming God's reluctance. 
It's laying hold of his willingness. I don't pray to twist God's arm to do what I want. I tap into what he wants. You hear what I'm saying? That his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he ears. Because the Bible says his ear is inclined to the righteous. He said to them, after hearing them, go. They addressed him as master. But when you call Jesus Lord, he has a right to test to see if you're playing with him or not. See, it's easy to worship in an environment like this. But when you go home and God said, go love your wife, go love your husband, go clean them dirty dishes, go make that bed, go to work on time, do what your boss said. That's when it gets hard. You see, faith is not just what you feel, it's ultimately what you do. He said to him, y'all call me Lord, you call me master, then let me test that. Go show yourselves to the priests. This was a big ask because it was the priests that diagnosed and declared that they were unclean in the first place. And at this point, they were still sick. So they could have said, Jesus, this don't make no sense. I still got pus running out the side of my face. You know, I, I, I'm still missing that finger, and, and I still smell bad, and, 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 and man, I, I, I'm discolored. My, my eyeball feels funny. It itches right on the back side of it. And, and, and Lord, I, I don't want to face disappointment again. I don't want to go back to them, them religious people. You know, last time they put me out, I don't want to deal with that again. But real faith says, I, I know how I feel, but I'm going to trust what God says. Can I mess with you for a moment? So many of us got a feeling religion. When I feel it, I'll do it. When I feel like going home, I'll go home. When I feel like doing right, I'll do it. I felt like... If I did what I felt... Many of us have a feel-good religion instead of a do-right religion. And we got to learn to get past what we feel to do what's right. The cross didn't feel good. Gethsemane didn't feel good. The opposition Jesus faced all the time from religious leaders did not feel good. Dealing with, with, with men always bickering, those 12 men that walked with him and slept around him every night. He had to deal with him every day. It didn't always feel good to have to deal with Peter, have to deal with John, have to deal with James, have to deal with Thomas. But Jesus didn't do what felt good. Jesus was in glory in heaven. There were no needs. He never experienced a broken presence with the Father. But he humbled himself and came down. And the first thing out of his mouth was not a shout hallelujah. He cried like every baby. Becoming human didn't feel good, but it was necessary. talking to this side of the room, there's some things that may not feel good, but they are necessary. And if you call him Lord, you better do what the master says. And so it was, this is the big point today, as they went, they were clean. This is what God's about to do in this new year. 
God, what he promises us is is not going to happen because we read about it. It's not going to happen because we think about it. It's not going to happen just because we talk about it or even just because we pray about it. It's going to happen because we get about it and we do it. As they went. Not immediately when Jesus said it, but as they stepped out into what Jesus said. You will not get your freedom or your healing apart from God's instruction to you. As they went in obedience to the the word of the master, they were cleansed. Now here's the challenge. They had to walk all the way to Jerusalem. And I I don't know if it was a a short walk or or, or a long walk before they they got clean. And I don't know if it's going to be a short walk or a long walk for you before God manifests his promise. All I know is if you just keep on stepping, he who promised is faithful. I don't know anything else except to stay at it, keep doing what the Lord told me to do. I don't care what people say, what it looks like or feels like, I'm going to persevere in his purposes. Fifteen, and one of them, only one of them, when he saw that he was healed and he got healed on the way, He stopped his journey to Jerusalem while the others kept on walking. You know, many who started with you will not finish with you. In 2023, don't be afraid of being different. Be afraid of being like everybody else. Millions didn't make it. Millions didn't make it. Many will cry out, Lord, Lord. Millions didn't make it. He returned with a loud voice. And don't miss it, loud voice. Loud voice, loud voice. You got to get past some of this whispering worship. Loud voice, glorified God. He spent years screaming from a distance, unclean, unclean. But now he used that same shout to worship Jesus. How is it we do so much when we're dealing in a, with an unclean state, but when, it, when, when God cleanses us and changes us, all of a sudden we get shy. But I worship him in my heart, and God knows what I really mean. I don't know what's come over me, but I, 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 I'm helping somebody. But you got to break through all that. You got you to become a worshiper of God, unashamed, unashamed. I am who God said I am. I can do what God said I can do. And with a loud voice, with a loud voice, with a loud voice, glorified, glorified, glorified. Come on, glorify, glorify, come on, glorify, come on, give him some glory, glorify, Woo! glorified God, hallelujah, come on, come on, give it to him, give it to him, break it loose, break it loose, shake it loose, get free of the cobwebs, he's worthy.
praise, worthy of adoration, worthy of thanksgiving. He's the Lord of all, King of kings. And I worship you, I worship you, we worship you, oh God. Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Arise, shine, for the light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. Risen upon us. Risen upon us. All right, go on, sit down. And God's stirring something up in this room. He's turning it up. Turn up! God said to, to Timothy to stir up that gift of God that was within you. And some things won't manifest unless you stir it up. And God's trying to stir something in your heart. Stir something in this room. He's trying to stir it up. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to all who believe. The Jew first and the Greek. I'm not ashamed of this gospel. It is good news to anyone that might hear. I'm not ashamed of the goodness and the glory of my God. And this leper, he fell down on his face at Jesus' feet. He didn't care who was watching. He didn't care who might say that's too much. He completely turned up for Jesus. You see, when I was a hater, I hated. When I was a sinner, I sinned. But now I, that I'm a worshiper, hold my mule, hold my mule, hold my mule, hold my mule. I'm going to worship. I'm going to worship. I'm going to worship. Hold my mule. Hold my mule. For the young people, that was the 80s reference. Giving him thanks. This man had just gone through the ordeal of his life. Eating food out of garbage cans. Surrounded daily by his own suffering and suffering of others. Sickness and dying daily. But when Jesus got him to the other side, he made sure he came back to give God thanks. Most today are soft. They're not talking about you. I'm talking about them. They would have been so mad at what they went through, they wouldn't have anything to say to God. But where do we get the idea 
that God only wants to send us to safe places and do easy things. Giving him thanks. When's the last time you really, from your heart, said thank you? It could have been different, God. God, thank you. I know I didn't get this, but I did get that. God, I know I'm disappointed about about, about that, but thank you for this. God, I I lost someone in 2022, but I made it to 2023. As bad as things might have been, it sure could have been worse. And here's the deal as we face a new year. I, I don't know what tomorrow holds but I know who holds tomorrow. That's not just preaching material. That's a life lived. I know who holds my tomorrow. He's faithful. And I'm going to praise him today. But here's the rub. The man that came back was a Samaritan. The man who didn't worship right. The man who worshiped in the wrong temple. The man whose doctrine was a little bit off. He was spiritually inferior as far as the Jews were concerned. But I want to tell you, the sin of ingratitude is greater than the sin of taking revenge. And many of y'all got this passive-aggressive thing. You hating on people all year. And just because you ain't going to jail for it, just because, you know, it's so sneaky and passive-aggressive, you think you're getting away. But God sees and he knows. Pay attention. Years ago, me and my wife were struggling. And man, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I found everything wrong with her. And man, I go to sleep. She ain't doing this. She ain't doing that. And... and, and, and But all of a sudden, I was, I was, I was in this, this position at home. Right, let me tell you the whole truth. God's not shy. How many of y'all know that? I was in the bathroom doing what humans do. And I felt like the Holy Spirit has a sense of humor with me. I don't know how he is with you. But it's like he was saying, that's what you're full of. And it rose, you better thank me for her. And I began to thank for every little tiny thing about her. And I got grateful for her. And it's amazing what God did in our lives. Because I began to give thanks for what she was and what she did do instead of what she didn't do. And gratitude is worse than revenge. With revenge, you return evil for evil. But with ingratitude, you return evil for good. So Jesus answered and said, he's got two more verses. Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? And this is my question to many of you this morning. 
Some of you by, by live stream, some of you, 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 wherever you are, maybe you'll hear this later. Where are you in your worship? Where are you in your gratitude and your prayer? I know where you are in your complaining. I know where you are in your disappointments and your hurts and your fears. But where are you in your praise? Where are you in your worship? Where are you in your gratitude? Our worship each week is simply practice for eternity. Because we're going to praise him forever. And if you don't like it now, you're not going to like it then. I'm getting you ready. I'm getting you prepared. 18. Just two more verses. I'm done. Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? You see, the Jews are like a lot of church people. Not you, the person next to you, maybe on the road somewhere. Not you, of course. You see, the Jews felt entitled to the things of God. And because of it, they lost their wonder. And you could feel entitled to the big house, the big car, the perfect wife, the perfect husband. You could feel so entitled that you lose your sense of gratitude. But this man who was on the outside, he was too new to be ungrateful. He knew it was only by grace. And when grace saves you, when grace reaches down and picks you up, you can't get up except with a grateful heart. In verse 9, and we're done. And Jesus said to this man, he didn't say this to the Jews. He said it to the Samaritan. He didn't say it to the folks that probably had their doctrine right. They, they worshiped right and they were in the right temple, the right place, right lineage. He didn't say this to them. He only said it to this man. Arise. Go your way. Your faith has made you well. Other translations say whole. You see, the other nine were made well, but they weren't whole. You see, God can heal you physically. He can heal your finances, your circumstances, but you're not whole until he heals you by giving you a grateful heart. Stop focusing on what you don't have. Because a heart like that will never have enough. Be grateful for what you do have. And it will make all the difference in your life. You see, there is no long-term wellness of body without wellness of soul. And today, I want to preach you well. I want to remind you that the sun did rise, and, and later on today, it is going to set. I do want to remind you that you're breathing 
fresh air. I do want to remind you that that most of you are in your right mind, that that you came here under the strength of your own body. I do want to remind you that you may not have the nicest house and the nicest car, but you do have a place to live. You you do have a a place to go, and you're not getting wet when it rains. You you have food to eat. No, it may not be in in a five-star restaurant, but your cooking ain't that bad. You hear what I'm saying? That you do have reason to give thanks. So today, my goal is not just healing, but wholeness. And married folk, I want you to think about your spouse and be thankful. You could be by yourself. You you could be, man, you could be in there with Bubba. There could be all different types of things happening. Be thankful. I know your children drive you crazy, but be thankful for that child. But see, my church doesn't do this, that church doesn't. Be thankful for this church. There are people that, that, that have never heard the word of God. We get to hear it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Again. If you have one thing in your life that you could be thankful for, I want to invite you to be like this Samaritan man to make sure you come back to Jesus. To give him thanks. I hope you got something out of it. You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org slash salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org slash salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.